You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's Thursday, so that means 10 o'clock. It's David's pick. And uh, we have a very special guest in the house today that uh, a lot of you veterans like myself, didn't know that this existed, but we'll be to that in just a moment. But like we do every Thursday morning, we start off with a minute of silence. Uh, My best friend died of Agent Orange, and uh, many others have, and we've we've got uh, our military in around the world, and uh, all those that are on active duty and those that have served we want to take out just a moment of silence and uh, just think about them. And we'll be back in one minute. Thank you. And as always, I like to get it going with one of the my favorites. And uh, anybody that served knows how important Jodies are. And hey, I feel all right now. Hey, I feel all right now. Do you feel like I do right now? Do you feel like I do right now? Motivated. And everybody can do it. And, uh, you know, I, I think everybody that served realizes that uh, those Jodies, they're intended to make you go that last half a, or quarter mile when you're double timing or in a forced march and you're wondering, am I going to make that? And then your platoon leader or your platoon sergeant starts up a Jody and you know you get a smile on your face and you know you can make it that last quarter of a mile and uh, I think everybody that has served realizes how important they are our guest today and I knew nothing about this until uh, I got the information on Troy is Mr. Troy Adler and uh, Troy you moved down here from Virginia right? 
Yeah, I've moved here in 2012. 2012. Yeah. So you're you're not even close to a native. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm Southern, not. so that's okay. We we still accept Southern. Yeah, I'm not, and um, yeah, I was born in South Carolina and lived in Virginia most of my life. Ah, yeah. well, Virginia is a pretty state. I've uh, I haven't spent much time there, but uh, have driven through it several times, and uh, it's a very pretty state. Oh, absolutely. So we've got. Troy here, and he's going to be talking about what he does. Troy is a realtor, but he also works with uh, veterans. And um, you want to go into, we'll just start, we'll just jump in the water and go right after it. Uh, how long have you been a realtor? Um, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and how did you get into the VAR real estate, uh, veterans Basically, it's veterans' real estate. Well, um, I've once I got working in real estate, and um, I, I learned that um, it's estimated fifty-two percent of veterans are not even aware that they have VA loan benefits. Right, and far fewer than that understand what their benefits actually are and there's a lot of misconceptions about the benefits so I um, by talking with other real estate agents um, I learned about an organization a national nonprofit called VA Rep it's the Veterans Association of Real Estate Professionals and uh, they're based out of California so they're primary focus is in um, educating veterans about VA loans and making sure they understand the full range of their benefits and to also educate veterans in um, housing counseling and trying to assist them in, in not just getting into a home but understanding how to how to obtain sustainable home ownership so once they're in the home they can actually maintain it and stay there you know I'm a one-man band right now, and uh, Jim Davis is helping me, and a couple of other uh, VFW folks are helping at the moment. And hopefully, I'm. You have to have run into this in the past year that, uh, like, I am my DD two one four and all of this. So I applied for um, a VA loan. Through a realtor or through a broker, who is not real proficient in what she's doing, so you and I may talk after the show. But okay. but with that being said, uh, when I and I have my honorable discharge, I was discharged from the Texas National Guard, and then when I moved over here, I joined the Army Reserve. Which you can do, you know, one and the same, but not yeah. one and the same, but still you can change uh, from guard to reserves or reserves to guard. And uh, so I got hit then when I started applying that they needed my uh, points, uh, my life, uh, uh, whatever they call it, points uh, that show that I really yeah. did serve. They won't just take the honorable discharge, but that, you know, I showed up and was there for however many points. So, with that being said, I got them from my Texas National Guard by going to the adjutant general, and I had it within two weeks. Yep. But then the Army Reserve 
files their information with the National Archives in the Personnel Administration. Now, I, I, you have to run into this. They've been closed since March the 29th of 2020. Yeah. And I've been raising hell with everybody I can raise hell with because I need my Army Reserve records. Yeah. And uh, it's got to be a big pain in your side with what they're doing. And what even makes me more upset, those bureaucratic people are drawing their salary and doing nothing and have been doing it since March the 29th. Am I telling the truth? No, that's the truth. And and it's not just the VA or, or, you know, trying to get records on that. It's, it's, It's other areas. Um, we're waiting now on payment plans for student loans through government-backed student loans, and everything is delayed. Um, so it's, it's it seems like it's starting to open up a little bit now, and hopefully it'll get better. Uh, but, yeah, there's been – last year was worse, absolutely. But it, it seems like it's starting to – uh, move well, I, along a little better now. I filled in all the paperwork and all of that and put in yeah. my request, and the best I could get out of them the last time I even spoke to them was that, well, we should be able to get something out to you in 90 to 150 days. Wow. I'm sorry. That's not acceptable. No, it's not. I sat across the table and raised my hand and signed a blank check that I would give my life for my country. Now, the recruiting officer sat across the table and said, because you're doing that, you'll have benefits, and the military will take care of you when you get out. And I wasn't planning on staying in, but I did my six years. I did what I signed up to do, and now the government's not doing what they signed up to do. And based on the 52% of veterans that don't even realize they have VA loan benefits. I mean that that's a clear indication that the outboarding process and the 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 job the military is doing on educating people on what benefits they have as they're leaving and re-entering civilian life is is inadequate. Oh, and, and we always encourage encourage every veteran that winds up listening to the show, whether you're listening right now. Or if you're going to listen to David's pick later on this afternoon or tomorrow or three weeks from now, whenever, please, this, well, one, if you're, if you're getting out, get all of your paperwork and take it with you. Your, your 201 file, it's yours. Your medical records, they're yours. Keep them and let your family know where they are and... If for some reason you're having a problem, every service organization, VFW, uh, American Legion, uh, all of them, all of them have service officers and go and talk to a service officer and find out about your benefits. Uh, And not just you, the veteran, but the veterans' families. It's amazing that, that veterans don't know, and if they don't know, their families sure as heck don't know the benefits that are available. And we encourage you to, whether it doesn't matter whether it's VFW, uh, whatever it is, just go and talk to a service officer 
and they will be glad to help you walk you through any process get you in touch with troy by the way i want to get out your pen and paper because i i always forget to mention that but we're speaking with troy adler and he has troy adler realty dot com his number is 770-676-8999 and you need to talk to him if you're thinking about you're a veteran and you're thinking about buying a house talk to troy so how have you all gotten have you been able to get around it or how what have you been doing with it well, um, it's like I said for some of the veterans that don't have the records and they needed it, and it's it can be an issue. Um, and like like you've seen, there's only so much you can push back against the bureaucracy. It's but uh, for the most part, we've done pretty well um, getting veterans qualified. I mean, the biggest issue I, you know that I've seen is you know from my perspective and in, in the organization that I'm with you know the VA rep is trying to break through the misconceptions and getting other agents um, to work with veterans and try to because most of what the most of them are just going well VA loans are too hard to get through so we're going to put you through as a FHA loan or try to get you a conventional loan so they try to just circumvent the whole VA loan process from the very beginning and convince the veteran that that's in their best interest there, uh, there's another terrible misconception and correct me if I'm wrong but I grew up hearing this for years through my father he, he was a captain in the navy and um <laughs> he never used his va loan because there was a conception back then that you use it once and that's it no you can use it more than once i know but yeah. i don't know if that's changed or if no. if if it's always been that way but for some reason my father you know you use your va once and that's and he always said this is my my uh key if i ever need it you know yep no no it can be as it's paid off you can reuse it and yeah it's so there's yeah that's that's one of the misconceptions (laughs) (laughs) but uh and you know as it's paid off or if you uh, if you if the rates go down like they are now and you can refinance Refinance it but uh there are you know it's sort of like uh i ask every veteran that that comes in here and and uh we always laugh about it but it's like um i've never met a veteran that can only tell one story they all once you get them wound up they're going to yeah. keep telling their their stories as veterans and um you know it's uh, whether they're whether they've been in for through basic or AIT or whatever it is, or if they uh, served in country, um, they all have stories. And the other thing is that uh, we get about this that uh, rumors in the military. There are more rumors in the military than you could hopefully shake a stick at, and. Uh, it's just something that uh, 
that's the military and uh anybody another thing that i like to throw out is that i've never interviewed a veteran that and i ask this most of the time if the country called again would you go back in and i've never had a veteran say anything but where do i sign and they would be back in, you know, if they'll if they'll take me pushing a walker, certainly I'll go back in. Or if, they, you know, I'll do it, they'd do anything. And I think this is why we have, and let, let me just ask you this. In your working with veterans, have you ever met a nicer group of people? Oh, absolutely not. No, it's... I think the biggest thing in, in working with veterans is they they show so much appreciation for somebody that actually takes the time to to listen, and and, and there's a lot of real estate agents that are more worried about telling commission. you commission and telling you how qualified they are than building that relationship and finding out what someone's actual needs are. So when I'm talking to a veteran, if, if I know they have PTSD and I'm looking for a house, I'm going to look for a neighborhood that's quiet, that doesn't have fireworks going off all the time and you know a lot of loud noises that might be troublesome to them. So it, it's finding out what their actual needs are beyond how many bedrooms and how many bathrooms do you need. You know, let's make sure we, you know, we get you in a place that you know, you're going to be comfortable in. And uh, so it, being willing to sit down and have those long conversations and, you know, understanding what they've been through and, and trying to get them, you know, uh, the help they need beyond just finding a home. And they, 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 a lot of times veterans feel like they can't talk to somebody because unless they've been through the same thing, that they, they won't be able to relate and understand. So, you know, just being willing to listen and, and, and having that open uh, line of communication, it means a lot to them. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's this is something that I get upset about. I can't do anything about it. But uh, our, until you've been there, done that. You can't, and this is why we've been successful with our uh, with our shows on veterans, is that we can relate. We can talk to them about you know what they've gone through in basic or yeah. AIT or whatever it happens to be, and are in country, and uh, we can talk to them. I did not go to Nam. I'm <laughs> they they've tagged me now with the title of uh, a Vietnam veteran era. And it wasn't E-R-R-O-R, not E-R-A. But uh, anyway, uh, no, I, and I I love the guys that I, I was with. And, uh, you know, it was a great experience. And I, too, would, if the country ever called, if they're making mistakes now, boy, if they called me back up, they'd really make a mistake. But anyway, I would raise my hand and go in, go back in in a heartbeat. But... You know, the, the veterans, it's like I, I, I say, you know, veterans, no matter what branch you're in or anything else, you can almost tell a veteran any place 
There's just something about the way they walk, the way they talk, or whatever. And that's true with be it man or woman. Oh, that brings up a good question. Do you work with many uh, women veterans in securing them homes? Um, actually, yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, I mean, realistically, it's a, it's a lower percentage. Um, but anytime I meet a new client for the first time, whether they're male or female, uh, my first question is always, "Did you serve?" Because that's going to, their answer is going to steer all, all, all the questions from that point on. Because I know whether or not to, you know, try to understand what benefits we need to uh, get in play for them. Troy, I I always slip up on time. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with Troy Alder Alder and talking about real estate and veterans right after this. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on David's Pick on America's Web Radio, and our guest today is Troy Adler. And uh, Troy is in the real estate business, but he's taken a little twist in it, and um, I, th- I find it very interesting, and, and I appreciate what you're doing very much because uh, you're taking care of veterans, and that, that to me is one of the most important things we can do today. Uh, when I came back... And one of the most insulting things that I've ever gone through was being ordered not to wear my uniform coming back from uh, Fort Ord. And uh, this was, again, during the Vietnam time. And, uh, you know, crowds, you just couldn't wear your uniform. And somehow or the other, my haircut gave me away. But um, I never understood that exactly. But anyway, uh, I still got booed and everything else when I landed in in Hartsville, as a matter of fact. But, you know, veterans today are much better treated, and and they should be. And they're, they're what veterans are the ones that have kept us free. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm starting to, even today, I'm starting to see a little bit of the negative um reaction to veterans like like there was back then and i hate seeing it um and hopefully we can not go you know back to where veterans were treated like they were then like so i, I told you my father was a vietnam vet and I, right it, it 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 does really bother me the way they were treated coming home and uh well you know veterans take care of veterans and You'll see the Vietnam veterans 
and a lot of them do work at, not work but they uh give their time to the uso and they're out at the airports different airports certainly hartsville as um the desert shield and desert storm veterans come in and they meet them and they take care of them and woe be into somebody that were to spit at a veteran where or a army navy whatever it is wearing their uniform woe be at anybody that would spit at them or anything else they would they would find they'd be needing a new nose operation yeah. you know uh, <laughs> the Vietnam veterans are really doing an excellent job of standing up and and supporting our folks that are coming back. And certainly with my son that's in the Air Force, uh, you know, nobody's going to spit at him when he comes in, I can assure you. Yeah. Well, I told you, I have, I've got two sons that were in the Air Force as well, and I'm very protective of, it, of, the, of them on, and on that so i understand but so let's get back to your business and uh i gave the contact information troy adler realty.com and uh i guess folks can well it doesn't have to be veterans but you specialize in veterans and and there are a lot of you know there are a lot of realtors that really have no clue about veteran needs well, that, that's a big part of the the, the VA rep uh, organization. Uh, one of the things we do is throughout the year uh, provide free uh, lunch and learn classes on VA loans and working with veterans. And I'm actually going to San Diego in October to start doing some special training and certifications out there. And uh, hopefully within... Hopefully by next year we'll be teaching certification classes for working with veterans here as well so that we can try to get local real estate agents and and mortgage lenders both uh, better educated on the VA loan benefits and just, just how to communicate and work with veterans better and understanding their needs better. Just what I said a minute ago, too. Please call your rep your representative or your senator, U.S. senator, and complain about the fact that the National Archive Personnel Administration has been closed since March the 29th. You're a taxpayer, and you want your money's worth, and they're not giving it. They're just taking their checks and not doing anything. And that's a vital part of what you do, I would assume, Troy, is that if somebody doesn't have their records, uh, they have to they have to get them to to be able to. It's it, and a lot of that's more on the mortgage lending side. Hmm. Um, I, I, well, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know, I, I partner with mortgage lenders specifically that I know um, are good at working with veterans. So, I mean, I mean, the reality is is. You know, we can only you can only do so much if the offices are closed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, for the most part, um, we haven't had too many issues with it. Um, you know, I mean, there's some here and there, but uh, well, like I said, I, the, the, the thing the thing is making sure we get you know 
the, the veteran partner with a lender that that understands how to work with them. The other the other kicker is uh, that people don't understand if um, if you're a veteran and you need your medical records and you can't get them, yep. then you can die and. There's no telling how many veterans have died because they couldn't get their their records. But anyway, back to real estate. What are you? Uh, how's your crystal ball on what's going on in the market? Um, well, I mean, a lot of people have been worried. They're they're, they're looking back at 2008 and the big crash we had then, and concerned if something like that's going to happen again. But um, I'm, I, I I think the market's going to be doing really well for a while. Uh, and the differences between now and then are back then it was it was a buyer's market um so there was a a, a ton of houses on the inventory uh, or in the inventory for sale um compared to now it's it's a deep seller's market so we've got probably less than a third of the homes on the for in inventory for sale right now that we need just to become balanced and uh Another big difference is equity in homes. So back back in 2008, very few homeowners had equity. Um, but now, since so many people bought during the recession, um, over half home uh, half the homeowners out there have over 50 percent equity in their homes. So even if there was a reduction in home values, um, the majority of homeowners are not going to be underwater like they were back then. But uh, the, the biggest thing that a lot of people don't talk about is over the past 10 years, uh, new home construction has been about half what it needs to be to keep up with the current need. And that's, 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 that's another huge factor that's driving the seller's market that we have right now, which is pushing the values up so high. And with the so, in order to balance that out, new home builders and developers would have to double their their construction rates for the next ten years just to get us back to even where we need to be. Wow! And of course, the uh, cost of building has has, has skyrocketed. So yeah. they're actually slowing down even more. So what that means is is the resale market is going to continue to to, to drive things. And, you know, we're, so I, I, I just, when I look at those numbers and basic supply and demand, I just can't see um, us reaching a point where homes are going to start dropping in value anytime soon. And, I mean, interest rates will start bumping up over the next year or two um, as we can see inflation starting to pick up. But... Um, so you're going to see a little bit of a, sl- a slowdown on home values increasing because as interest rates go up, you know, the, the you have to pay a little bit more to the bank, so the the, the house the mortgage payments get a little higher. And as, you know, mortgage so if the bank's taking a little bit more, the homeowners will get a little bit less. Troy, we're going to have to take another break right quick and uh, as we do or before we do, I want to uh, thank my good friend Colonel White. Rick, you're out there listening. Thank you, sir. And uh, you always come through, and we appreciate it. And Rick is the uh, director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you haven't been downtown to the Hall of Fame, you've got to put this on your to-do list. It's in the old Floyd building, 
right across the street from the Capitol. And uh, by the way, they got a good cafeteria there, too. So, you know, take your kids down. Anybody that's uh, coming into Atlanta would enjoy touring the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And um, the stories are just absolutely incredible. And uh, that reminds me, I want you to tell us your story, Troy, in a minute about a house that you all just uh, were able to uh, give to a veteran. And uh, we'll, we'll get back with Troy in just a second. But if you get a chance, go to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And I also like to mention the fact that Johns Creek has the healing wall, and that's the replica of the Vietnam veteran wall in Washington, D.C., that toured all over the United States, and now it's permanently located in Johns Creek in Newtown Park. And that's, oh, it's beautiful. Just uh, go out there and see it, and uh, they just put in a mem- Afghan memorial as well. So we're uh, in Johns Creek. We're saluting our veterans in many, many ways, and we want you to, too. So we'll be back right after this. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmvhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on David's Pick on America's Web Radio with our guest, Troy Adler. And uh, Troy is, I would assume, president of TroyAdlerRealty.com. And if you're looking for a good real estate agent and you happen to be a vet, you don't have to be a vet, but if you are a vet... Highly recommend you calling Troy Adler. And what's that number, Troy? It's 770-676-8999. And, uh, you know, they're realtors, and then they're realtors that specialize in some areas. And uh, Troy has specialized in veterans. And, uh, you know, and I... I appreciate the fact that uh, you brought up that if a veteran is suffering from PTSD or whatever the case might be, uh, putting them in a neighborhood that's quiet and the fireworks aren't going off during the week, which my neighborhood every now and then uh, somebody will get a wild hair and it doesn't have to be Memorial Day. It doesn't have to be a holiday. Just all of a sudden, yeah. they've decided they're going to set up some fireworks. And uh, that can be very disconcerting to uh, an individual that's uh, had a shell or a rocket go whizzing by them or 
whatever the case might be. And I, I appreciate you bringing that up and, and thinking of our, our veterans in that light as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, I know the neighborhood I live in, in any given holiday, a week before and a week after, I can hear fireworks going yeah. off. And, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like to be a veteran with PTSD and to have it start, but not being at, not necessarily being on a holiday, you don't, you don't know that it's coming. So it's it's that surprise, and um, you know there's that's why I said it's the main thing is communication and really want you know being willing to take the time to to talk with the veterans and find out what their needs are, um, and making sure that they feel comfortable talking to you and um, that you do truly care, and uh, it makes a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the veterans that are listening, again, uh, it's Troy Adler, TroyAdlerRealty.com. And, um, you know, it's what, as I mentioned to you, the uh, in, in my neighborhood, I'm the only veteran in my neighborhood. And uh, well. it's... Uh, Actually, I I wish there were more because you know it's it's a brotherhood, a sisterhood, and and uh, you know that depending on how things go, we never know if as goofy as the last couple of years have been, we never know what's going to happen next. And it's nice to know that you got somebody at your back. And it's nice for them to know that they have somebody at their back or their side or whatever happens to be. And, um, you know, there was an old, old saying, I got your six. And uh, this is, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever, uh, do you have a, a neighborhood of primarily veterans? No. No, not specifically, no. Um, main thing is, is... taking the time to go out and learn about the neighborhoods you know myself and, and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes just drive you, know, you want to drive when you drive around just paying close attention and um you know going out when i first got in the business i would go to a lot of open houses and just listings other agents had just so i could learn the market and understand you know the differences between the homes but also the neighborhoods themselves and as you drive through you get a feel for you know which neighborhoods are you can quieter and which ones you know you you can tell by the way the yards are kept and things like that which ones you know and and especially any 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 veteran that's going to be buying a house I, i tell them you know drive through the neighborhood at night especially on the weekend just so you can get a feel for what's going on through that neighborhood and make sure it's something a place you're going to be comfortable in you know i can't think of anybody i'd rather have living next door to me or across the street from me than a veteran uh and this is something that we also push on this show and all of our veteran shows is that if if you're a veteran or if you're 
you know, you've got a son or a daughter graduating from high school or from college, and they haven't figured out what they want to do with the rest of their life, look at the military. It is the best place you can look, and it's now a job as opposed to what it used to be or what people thought it used to be. Uh, But they're financially very competitive with the open civil market, civilian market, and uh, it's it's a great, great life. And you'll make friends in the military that you'll have for the rest of your life because you all relate to each other. And it's it's just absolutely the uh, greatest thing in the world. And when you put on your resume that you were in the service and you served your two years or six years or whatever it happens to be, and you've got your honorable discharge, that future employer will take a look at it and they'll hire you over the person that has no military experience because they know that you know how to take orders, you know how to give orders, you're an organizer, and you do the job. And that's what they're looking for, somebody that'll do the job. And uh, well, let me ask, are you are you all recruiting uh, realtors across the country? No. Do you mean... As far as your, your uh, VA rep? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're open to uh, anybody can become a member of VA rep that's in the industry, not just real estate agents, but mortgage lenders, attorneys, home inspectors. And you don't have to be a, a veteran to be a member um, as long as you, you have a focus on helping veterans. So, um, yeah, we're constantly trying to build membership and uh, bring in more people because a lot of the lot of the events we do um you know of course we need need hands on deck you know boots on the ground uh to try to get things accomplished and you know for different committees for different projects which i I know you had asked me about the uh, the home donation uh we did in chatsworth and you know just trying to get something like that accomplished it takes a lot of people and uh uh va rep is is a national organization that has been around since uh, 2011 and in that 10 years uh we've donated over 40 homes to veterans mortgage free um and these are you know veterans you know that are struggling in life homeless and you know have families and you know in dire need um, the last one we did was on May 20th of this year here in Georgia up in Chatsworth. It was um, a Marine Corporal, uh, Pew. He was, uh, if I remember, you know, through talking with him, uh, worked on an ambulance uh, in the Gulf War and had severe PTSD, you know, just from the constant transporting of, you know, injured uh, military personnel. And... Um, him and his family, his he and his wife and five children, uh, were staying at the VFW in Chatsworth, and, and the VFW had two campers in their in their parking lot and let the family stay there for over three years. And I can't, you know, I I, I know I can't imagine. I have five children, and I can't imagine trying to live in two campers in a parking lot for that long 
having to walk across the parking lot into the VFW to use the bathrooms. Um, but they went through our process and applied, and luckily uh, we were able to donate a home to them mortgage-free, completely refurbished, which is a new roof, new flooring, um, granite countertops, stainless steel appliances, and then um, which was donated through Bank of America uh, in our partnership with them. And then we worked with local Walmarts and uh, rooms to go. So every room was completely furnished all the way down to the pantry, the refrigerator full of food. So the day they showed up and, and we gave them the home, it was ready to live in. That's just amazing. And congratulations to your organization and helping a veteran. That's I tell you, it's, it's an amazing experience just watching them walk through the first time and how emotional it is for everybody, especially, the, the, I mean, the, the parents as, as well, but especially the children and watching them see their, their bedrooms. And, you know, each one had at least one toy put in there that, that they requested. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the one teenage boy, I mean, he just started, you know, you could, you could see him wiping his eyes constantly. And uh, um, because from that day forward, their entire life was going to change. Oh, know? yeah. And, uh that's, you know, again, and people, I don't know if they get tired of me saying this, but if they do, then that's too bad. But, you know, if you're in an airport or traveling or wherever you might be and you see a, a guy wearing a, I served on the USS whatever, or, or you, you see a man or woman in uniform or, or whatever the case, buy them a cup of coffee buy them a drink buy them a dinner that's even nicer and uh, you think that it makes them feel good it will make you feel even better and i can imagine that when you were working with these people and you went in the house with them that day that that no matter how good they felt about the house you had to have that big lump in your throat as well. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. it was. I mean, it was it was one of the most amazing days of my life just to see them come in, and you, you try your best to put yourself in their shoes as they're walking in and imagine, you know, what they're going through. But deep down, it makes you realize, you know, it made me realize just how blessed I am. And how, and how grateful I am well, there's to a, have you know to have the things I do. I can't quote for my family that's verse in scripture, but more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. And uh, the, like I said, if you're no matter where you are, you see a veteran or you see somebody in uniform. And by the way, we always point out that you know we include in basically everything that we do first responders. I was fortunate to be a, a first response, a responder at one time when I was in college and um, then in the service. And, uh, you know, it's um, it's something that uh, it's it just the feeling that you get. And uh, to be able to help people and uh, when, like I said, when you see somebody in the airport or somebody in uniform, a policeman, a EMT, fireman, whatever the case might be, you'll feel good about buying them a lunch or a dinner. They'll feel good 
but you'll feel even better and that feeling will go with you just like with you troy i bet you couldn't shake that out of your mind if you tried Uh, i still can't (laughs) it's still with me and that's and that's uh you know but that's uh that's loving your brother and and uh taking care of your brother and that's that's what we were put here on earth for is to take care of our brothers and sisters and uh there's no better brother than and sister than a veteran. So, with uh, that, uh, when do you have time to uh, go after other real estate business? Oh, you have to carve it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's. I mean, I, I use you know the way I, I learned when I was. Um, building my businesses if it's not if it's not written down in a schedule it doesn't you know it's not going to happen so um and especially you know being self-employed you have to have that self-motivation and organization to get things done so every day you you know you write down your task list these are the priority things that have to happen and then usually about an hour in folks start getting phone calls and clients that have needs for different things and um you know, there's always some, something that comes up that, that that's going to kind of blindside you and steal time away from you during the day. But you know, you do your best to get everything you need need done, and it's 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 not a it's not a nine to five job. It's seven days a week. You know, whenever something needs to be done is when you have to take care of it. Well, I'm glad you wrote us down in your schedule and and came came in today. Okay, I'm going to give everybody one last chance to get that pen and paper and and ready. And it's um, Troy Adler Realty dot com. And uh, you know whether you are a veteran or not, Troy is still a good place to go. And Troy will take care of you if he takes care of veterans. He'll take care of you as well. And um, we look forward to, uh, if you have any questions for Troy, we'd be glad to, you can send them to gm at americaswebradio.com, and we'll be sure to make sure that uh, Troy gets them. And uh, if you are a uh, veteran, then uh, this is the place to go. So with that being said, Troy, we're going to have to uh, get out of here and... Uh, well, do I have time to mention real quick the fundraiser? Ab- absolutely, up? sure. Go ahead. Yeah, just real quick, um, the the Atlanta chapter of the VA rep, the organization I've been talking about, uh, we have one annual fundraiser a year, and this year it's going to be on September 30th at the Top Golf in Atlanta, Alpharetta. And if anybody would like information on that, they can give me a call at seven seven zero six seven six eight nine nine nine, and um, we'd love to have people come out and play some golf and uh, help support veterans. And uh, where's it going to be at again? The Top Golf in Alpharetta, Georgia. Okay, and most people that are golfers would know exactly where that is. Yeah, September 30th from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. It's $100 a ticket, and that gets you three hours of uh, golf, and we'll also be providing food at the event. 
and I understand that you're in charge of the weather, and you've guaranteed that it's going to be a beautiful day. Well, it's an indoor. Oh, it's, oh, okay. it's sheltered. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well, an indoor. Then it will be a beautiful range. day. Yep, it will be for us. Hopefully, uh, that's good. And uh, if people wanted to donate outside of that, how do they do that? Um, they can go. Uh, the The national website is varep.net. Um, or they can they can contact me directly, and we are we, we're always looking for corporate sponsors. And right now, I'm also looking for the Top Golf event. We're going to have a silent auction. So, if there's any companies that would like to donate items for the silent auction, that's also very welcome. And what what type of items are you looking for particularly? Um, little in the past, we've had. Um, like like Lowe's and Home Depot have donated um, coolers full of tools and different items, and um, I've got a past client is a reporter with the NFL Network, and he he reaches out to different teams and gets me autographed footballs and things of that nature. Um, so it, it's uh, I'm. I told you I do wood turning and make mm-hmm. custom uh, fine writing pens, so I'll donate a pen or two. Um, you know, it's just whatever we think. And uh, some industry people, I've got a uh, Stan Poss at Addict Foundation Home Inspections. He's donating up to a four hundred dollar home inspection to us. Wow! That realtors can bid on and then give it to one of their clients. Uh, so it's you know pretty much so pretty much anything. Yeah, so it's quite a quite a variety of of items and services. Exactly, that's that's neat. That's yeah. neat. Um, so we will be in our uh, shows that are primarily aimed at veterans. We will keep mentioning your name as well. And uh, oh, I appreciate it. We, uh, well, we're all in this together, and you know, veterans are very special to me, and uh, they should be to everyone. And the, you know, the story that you just told, and the, the, uh, I, I can't stand the thought, and it hits me all the time of the veteran that's homeless and I'm sorry but that just shouldn't be whether they served in country or not Um, they served and on a terribly rainy evening or day I, I think about the homeless veterans that are downtown and looking for meals or whatever and I think about the time many times that it was raining like crazy at Fort Ord and um, standing there with a metal tray in a lightning storm with mashed potatoes and gravy floating around on your metal tray and so many others have given so much more than than that and to be homeless today is just, uh, you know, and I have some friends that are working on some very unique shelters for the homeless that 
won't just be shelters, but it'll be something that they can call home for a while until they find a home. But we have to we have to remember our veterans and take care of our veterans. And I think this is one of the most important things. And uh, again, I want to mention the fact that Rick White works with us very closely, and Rick is just. You know, he is just amazing. And his his son, Graham, is a colonel and uh, has done a number of tours in uh, the Middle East. And Graham is one of the most outstanding young men that I've ever met, which in turn is a reflection on his parents. Um, he loves our country, and he gave a very interesting talk recently at the dedication of the Afghanistan monument at Newtown Park in Johns Creek and you know sometimes we worry about our kids or sometimes we worry about what's happening today and yet if you look at the ones that are in the military they're the cream of the crop. They're the best of the best, and uh, everybody should be extremely proud of them and and happy with um, the group that we've got and the group that's coming up. And uh, I know I am, and uh, I can't think of anybody better. You know, you ought to maybe, uh, I don't know how you'd do it. I'm not telling you what to do, but... I think it would be neat to have a have a whole little community of veterans, and uh, it would be it would be an outstanding community. I have no doubt. But anyway, um, they uh, our veterans are are very important, and uh, you know this this is why no country is going to ever try to really invade us because we have a standing army of two million veterans that will come out at any time to defend our country and no doubt they would do one heck of a job so with that being said we're going to have to wind this up and uh, I do appreciate you coming in Troy and do you have any last minute words um, I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to come in and talk, and um, just hopefully, you know, over the next uh, year or two, you know, I'm working on some other plans to help connect multiple uh, nonprofit veteran groups in the Atlanta area. Uh, so we can share resources, and I'm working with local. Um, political officials and government officials as well to try to uh, come up with ideas for that so I, th I think you know if, if we can start sharing ideas and sharing resources we can get a lot more accomplished you know that's one thing I forgot to ask do you specifically work in any particular area um, my office is in um, Grayson and I live in Lawrenceville so you know I have a focus in Gwinnett County but I've, I've worked all across northern Atlanta, 
and some, even some, some on the southern end. Um, but you know, the Gwinnett County, Hall, Walton, DeKalb, Fulton, Fort I'm all over the place. Well, so. thank you for coming <laughs> in, and uh, we do appreciate it and look forward to uh, talking to you again sometime. All right, thank you so much for having me. Take care. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.